When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name is Mason Stewart and I'll be your host this evening. As always, we have a lot to get through um, following Sunday's disappointing result, uh, press conference today, and a lot of talk about Ross Wilson. So starting us off, Davey T from Europe. How are you, mate? Still pissed off. I was going to change my name there to David. Still pissed off Tomlinson. Um, just still haven't got over it fully, unfortunately. Um, and actually, the, the, the press conference made me a wee bit worse today with John Lundstrom saying we'll need to try and make up for it uh, on Saturday against Kilmarnock. And I thought, beating Kilmarnock's not going to make up for that performance, John. Sorry. You'll need to do a lot more than... than beat Kilmarnock to make up for that result. So that sort of pissed me off a bit more even today. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to your John Lindstrom uh, rant that's going to be coming. I can feel it. Um, there was a lot of comments Sunday night. They'll be waiting for it. So uh, that, that's going to be coming soon. But um, also tonight with us, Chris. How are you, Chris? I'm good, thank you, mate. I'm, just, I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm taking a positive look on it. It's done and dusted now. It's in the history books. We go look forward. We always go forward. Yeah, I think we needed we need a little bit of that positivity because it has been but very negative. But um, also yeah. making their, <laughs> yeah, also making their gallant few debut tonight. Andrew, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. Yeah, cheers for having me on. Uh, well, Davey's been a bit. He's feeling the negative side. Chris is feeling the positive side. I'm going to sit in the fence. I think it's up to the players now. Uh, the crowd, the crowd do what they do. You know, it's up to the players to to really pay them back. Uh, their performance. Well, I'm sure they'll be just as angry. Well, I'd hope they'd be just as angry as uh, the fans were. But, you know, 15 games or so to go, I'm sure they'll they'll come good in the end. Yeah, it'd be interesting one. John Lundstrom said that no one's hurting um, as much as the, the Rangers players at the minute. I think I tend to 
I disagree with that one, uh, John Lundstrom, but uh, we'll, we'll come to that in a little while. But that, but Davey, obviously you boys weren't on, so we'll get your thoughts, you know, go through Sunday in, in a little bit because you weren't on, on the live show. But what was the sort of feeling um, at full-time Sunday, Davey? I know, look, it's cup final. Um, you know, there's always got to be a winner and loser, but the manner of defeat for me just gets worse as the, the day, days go on. Yeah, well, it was a, a sort of a funny game, really, because you start with, with hope, expectancy, really. I would, I would even say expecting them to come out fighting because you think, well, these a lot of these guys, are, there's not going to get a lot more chances at winning trophies, so they'll come out fighting. And after the, the Ibrox uh, game, gave us a lot of positivity as well. But it also thought that was a, maybe a red herring. And, yeah, then the game sort of went to total downer. And then in the, the, the second half, you get brought up a wee bit again after, after the Rangers' goal. And as soon as the, 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 the substitution of Morelos, you just seen, you just knew it was away. You could just see the first couple of minutes after that. There was absolutely nothing left in the tank. And... Yeah, then it was just total down again. And uh, so it was a sort of a curve of, of up and down and up and down. Although I'm afraid the downs went far deeper than the ups. Yeah, no, definitely. As I said, the, the whole whole performance, as you say, it was it was just really, really, you know, disappointing. Um, and, and yeah, the only up was, was the goal. But, you know, as, as you said, the substitution soon after uh, killed that. Chris, what, what was your thought? Sorry, can, I, can I just, just get a wee, add a wee bit to that? See the... I mean, I see all this. Um, well, I learned something. We, everybody's been telling me. You know, I'm, I'm not in the the, the 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 let's get rid of Bill camp. I'm, I'm not in that camp. I'm, I think the guy he made a mistake. Let him go on with it, do his job. But see, he's had all that time. He's been listening to Rangers supporters. Been listening. He's been reading Rangers uh, websites. He must have known that Lundstrom and uh, Kamara. Don't go that well that that good together, and now to come out and say, "Well, I learned something." He should have known that long before the final. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, all good. Uh, Chris, what, just coming back to that—that that his decision to go with Lundstrom and Kamara uh, on Sunday. What was your thoughts on that? Sort of when you see the team, was it a surprise that, that there was no Raskin? Yes, mate. Very. Um, I could tell by the first five minutes of watching that game, Lundstrom was the fit. He pulled out a 50 and he just his his mannerisms, the way the way he was setting up, he just didn't look fit at all. Now what worries me is he's past training and the manager's seen that and said he is fit. Do you know what I mean? I get you'll ask him if he's fit and he's wanting to play a big cup final, so he says yes, but surely it was monitored as well. We're talking about the overall performance. I'm quite superstitious with stuff. I can normally tell straight away in an old fun game if Rangers are up for it or not. We, we, we couldn't get the ball off them the first couple of minutes. We were standing back, which was very disappointing and very alarming. And it became apparent very quickly Lundstrom should not have been on that park. Now, it's nothing on Lundstrom. If I was a footballer, but if I had if I was 50-50, would I want to play in a cup final? Of course I would. But the team selection let us down. And for the manager not to take ownership of that and his, his interview after the game was disappointing as well. But he'll learn, I think... We didn't create nearly enough chances. 
The one time we did play the ball over the top and let Sakala run at Taylor, he skins him inside out and creates a chance. Then we don't go with that again. Do you know what I mean? We were beaten. We were fair beaten, right? Uh, we can't sugarcoat it. We didn't deserve to win. But the, just the fight wasn't there. And the belief as well. I think we looked very nervous at times. Going back to the being scared of Celtic, giving them too much respect. It's just, there's a list of stuff that you think to yourself, we, we kind of came over it a wee bit, especially the second half at Ibrox, when we took the game to Celtic, you know, when we had that bit of belief, we were hoping more of that and it just wasn't there on Sunday. Even when we scored the goal, when Morelos got the goal back, you thought, right, we've got them. We, we didn't see, we didn't get anything on it. I thought we would have pushed from it as well. And it took to Campbell, it took to Campbell coming on. He put Starfield under a bit of pressure in the second half. The Starfield started flapping, which he does in big games. Shame me heart. Now, you watch it in the contrast to the other side. We see when McGregor got the ball, one of them was sprinting at him every single time. They know McGregor's not too comfortable on the ball. We should have been doing that with Starfield and Hart, and I felt we didn't. And Campbell, Campbell, to be fair to him, did when he came on. Another thing as well, it might sound petty, but the hunger. I mean, the ball was going at the park. The Celtic players were hunting for it. They were, they were in the ball boys' faces. They were harassing them, give us the ball back. Now, there was times where we were getting thrown corners and our players were jogging towards it. Do you know what I mean? Especially when we were 2-1 down and time's not in your hands because you know how quickly that clock goes when we we're chasing a game. And it just you don't see it. You don't see people in each other's faces, give us the ball, kind of that. Just stuff like that, mate, I just think to myself, it was very disappointing, but we'll live and learn. No, I think, I think you're spot on. Andrew, bring you, you in on this one. Um, Bill, Bill, I said Sunday Live that that, that that was on Bill. You know, his team selection was all wrong and we can say that, but the players that were out there um, let him down big time. And Chris is absolutely spot on to point out things like that, that the intensity of, you know, never mind a cup final, but an old firm game was, was miles off. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at, I was looking at my phone, as everyone was, and at two o'clock, you're looking at the team sheet, you're going, right, who are we going to get in the day? Uh, what difference are we going to see from the last old firm? And surprisingly, there was nothing. It was, a, true to quote, the same kind of team, you know, you're set out defensively. I think we set up to not concede. We set up to not concede instead of setting up to go at them. I think I, I can understand it because Celtic start good, you know, they give, they give a lot in the first 10, 25 minutes. But it's not it's not gonna work. You can't sit and defend. You need to go at them. You need to go at them to to counteract. Like you have to counter them. Um, the players. Yep, I, I I said at the time. I think Bill got it wrong. I don't understand how he can say in the, the these press conferences during the transfer window we're only gonna bring guys that are gonna improve the team, and then the guys he brings in don't get in the team. I, I think. Even for a fan's perspective, Raskin and Cantwell have been something we haven't seen since Jerrer came in. You maybe had you. I think that was the last time I've seen someone come in that's something new, something different. And uh, I, I was disappointed to not see Cantwell and Raskin starting, or at least Raskin. I thought Raskin's been superb. He's been so he's he's been a question mark for other teams to deal with, and uh, he's 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 going to be the future. I mean, I I think. For the amount of money we spent on him, he'll be a major profit. Uh, but the thing is, you, you can't be a profit if you're not going to play him. I understand maybe 
the environment, a cup final, especially against Celtic. I mean, we've seen it last season, even like Amad Diallo in his old firm debut at Celtic Park, he looked scared. He honestly looked like a lost boy out in the park. So I can understand my ass game, I can't. Well, maybe maybe they, I won't play him for the environment, but you, you, you need to make their debut somehow. You know, they're professional lads, you need to back them to do their job. Um, but, yeah, we, we get found out in that 45, and it just, just as it looked like we were going to get back in it, you know, even from his first game against Hibs, Michael Beale, his debut, we were two down against Hibs, but I had a, we had a feeling, you know, we, could be, we were going to get there because we were doing well in the park. It was something that, you know, with Van Bronckhorst, the horseshoe football, they just hold the ball, hold the ball. With, with Beale, it looked, when we're on our game and we're looking to go on attack, it's possession with an intent, but it's just taking too long. And by the time we conceded the second goal, it was too late. You could have, you could have subbed on Messi and it wouldn't have, wouldn't have helped. It, it, it certainly uh, felt like that uh, with a performance, definitely. But but David, to bring you you on this, um, Bills, you know, on Sunday and today, he's he's coming away from the fact that it was his, you know, it was his, you know, starting lineup. He, he's not really taking responsibility of that. Obviously, he has said, look, it's all of us collectively. But he, he won't say it was his starting lineup. He keeps going back to look. These were the two best performances that we had at Tyne Castle. And he keeps saying the game at Ibrox against Celtic. I don't think we were great in that game either, to be honest. I thought we had a 35-minute spell where we, we we did get at them a few times. But I, I don't think we were, were great. And it, I don't actually think we deserved to win the game that day. But what was your thoughts on on him sort of backing down and, and coming away from his team selection? Well, I can, I, it goes back to these guys are professional footballers. I mean, the, the, you're going in and making their money and making more money than I'll probably ever earn. I mean, <laughs> I could add up four or five people who this just won't earn as much as a professional footballer. These guys get paid big bucks to work hard, improve their game and go out and get points for the team or in that game lift a, lift a cup. Silverware, silverware is massive, especially for Rangers Football Club and a, and a cup that we haven't won in, in since before we went down to the bottom league. It's, that was a that was a real chance to, although we're, we're might, we might not win the league this season, it was something we could be positive about, something that you could sell on to players. Like we might have lost the league, but we had a situation where the new manager came in, he left his silverware. But it's a chance lost, one hundred percent was a chance lost because that game was there to be, there to be taken. Because Celtic didn't have a good game, they did they did the bare minimum and they got by with it. I, I was spot on. Joe Hart had a poor game. Starfield, as always, looks scared in the ball he doesn't look always comfortable but again we didn't we didn't take our chance to go at them and uh, they got they got one they, they lifted the cup and it can only be looked at as a disappointment there can't be any positives really you just need to move on chalk it up as a chalk it up as learning but the question is do we learn yeah well Baby, baby T, do we learn? That That is the big question. Uh, I think tonight's going to be a lot of talking about a, a potential rebuild. We'll come on to Ross Wilson in detail in a minute, but will these players be, you know, obviously they've got a chance to go and win the Scottish Cup, which is sort of our main aim at the minute. But uh, the, the bigger question is how many of them will be here next season um, and how many come in next season? Michael Bill said today, I thought in, in his press conference, three or four. Now, I hope it's more than three or four because there's going to be a lot more than three or four going out the door. So, uh, what, what was your thoughts on on that? Okay, can I just go a wee bit off and give my first one strong? <laughs> uh, That's what it be. 
he's sitting at that presser today and he's, then he was asked um, what's it going to be going forward, what, what's the positives going forward. And he mentioned all the, the all keeping his taking Celtic as close as we can get to them. And then he went on to and winning and sorry he didn't say winning, that's the thing. He went on to say and getting to a Scottish Cup final. And he stopped at that. He went on to talk about a different else. And then he was asked again about the same question. And he came back to it and he said, and getting to a Scottish Cup final. And then he stopped again and he says Oh, and winning it, and that—that's just a sort of a mentality that 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 I don't know. There seems to be going through the Rangers team at the moment that we're we're frightened of these guys before we even go into the park. And if, if our top senior players are like that, then it's obviously going to get passed on to the to the to the lesser players. Going back to your own question, we need a total clear out. Well, not a total clear out, but. I've said before the whole the whole midfield needs to go, um, not the new ones of course, but uh, Lundstrom needs to go, uh, Kamara needs to go, Jack needs to go, Jack more fitness. Jack on his game is a great player, but um, he's just never he's always injured. So why, I mean, I'm sure we're not going to waste another lot of wages. Although I heard he's in sixty percent his wages, but sixty percent of his wages. Uh, it's, it's still quite a lot of money, so I I don't I I wouldn't keep Jack either. And I know it's I know people are going to be saying, ah, but where's this money coming? Where's this money coming from? But the thing is, if we are not going to get up and and fight with Celtic and get into European football, we're not going to have any money never. And that's the thing we've got to get up. We've got to take a chance somewhere, and we've got to get up, get into European football, and do something in European football. Otherwise, we're going to end up as a probably a second-rate team in Scotland. Yeah, but it's it's, look, it's a big, big summer for us, Chris. Let's bring you in on that. Um, there's a lot to touch on on, on that uh, there, but yeah, I'll bring you in on the John Lundstrom uh, debate. He, he's in for a lot of criticism, and, and rightly so, by the way, because uh, I've defended him at times, and probably when when I think when I think back now, I think he, he's got away with certain performances, and other times he's been he weren't at it. Now, I know you said earlier he wasn't fit, he didn't look fit, nor did Tillman. But this is where you need to put yourself before the football club and you need to say, you know, I'm not 100%. Because it, 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 them two midfielders on Sunday played right into Celtic's hands. And uh, Glenn Kamara is another one. What, what was your thoughts on the whole midfield, but, but John Lundstrom as well? You see, as I pointed, right, he pulled out a, a 50-50 straight away. Now, see if you're an opposition player, and you watch somebody pull at a 50-50, you think a fucking dancer. I'm gonna do I'm gonna try, I'm gonna go forward a wee bit more because this guy's not at his game. It lets them be adventurous. See by letting them do that, their creativity goes up through the roof. Do you know what I mean? That it's why you just can't show a sign of weakness, do you know what I mean? Whereas some various examples if you get a player that's limping, you're gonna put somebody on him straight away. Do you know what I mean? Because you know he's gonna be vulnerable and he's gonna lose the ball. I felt they seen it straight, and that's what their midfield went. Do you know what? Their tails were wagging. Do you know what I mean? They smelled blood. The thing about what you're talking about, will we learn? Now, the thing that puts me off with that is see the two goals we conceded on Sunday. We've conceded that all season, and Celtic scored it all season. Now, you watch uh, Kyle goes goals for Celtic, right? The vast majority of them are in the position he was in on uh, Sunday, sorry, right? And to be fair to the boy, he's always there, right? But Surely we know that's our weak spot. 
Now, Livingston had a chance like that on the Saturday before. Stephen Kelly, the exact same opportunity and they put it over the bar. Yet, we're still conceding that chance game after game. Now, the whole debate as well, it's going to come into it as well. Tavernier, could he have done better, right? You know, he's always a whipping boy. And no matter even if Joe Hart scored a punt and it went directly into McGregor, Tavernier would get brought into it somehow, right? Then you've got Barisic. Where last season we were conceding the exact same goal against Celtic, Jota and the Badder scored it at the back post. They came in, ball across the front. We were talking about rebuilding. It's not just the midfield. I feel Barisic is time's up. He's been a great servant, but he's just he's just too times he's just inconsistent just now. Doesn't turn up at big games. Um Tavernier's he's not up for debate, he's a captain, he'll be there regardless of what next season. Um the strikers, Morelos, for me, he's been here for too long. It's best for both of us. He goes, we he goes and we sign somebody else in Roof. We all know how great a striker he is, but we can't rely on him. Do you know what I mean? He scored two goals this season from the bench. We're, we're in March now. Do you know what I mean? So we've got a big, big transfer window coming up. But then the only player I can see is selling for decent money is Kamara. He's the only one we seem to be, there seems to be talking about money coming in for. Now, see, you, you see 10 million, right? Some people might think that's a wee bit over the top. Some people might think it's under right. But see, we do get wind about that. We can't build to a full rebuild on that. Do you know what I mean? This is the problem, Chris. We haven't got many sellable assets at the minute. That That's that's a worry for me. But the type of rebuild that needs to happen in the summer, looking at the squad going, right, who can we sort of trade in to go? Listen, Glenn Kamara, I'll, I, at the minute, his performance is this season. We're lucky if we get three million. No, I, don't, I don't see anyone coming in paying over that to be honest andrew let's bring you in on that because um ross wilson we're going to come to i've seen a few comments with, with ross wilson there's a bigger bigger talking point than that which we'll, we'll we'll come to in a minute but just on uh the midfield at the minute um what changes would you like to see in that midfield come the summer that's a question it's on mr mr wilson to answer um, personally i mean i'm the same with basically what was being said i like ryan jack but injuries i think I've, Stephen Davis is my idol growing up, but time's got him. Father time, it gets everyone. Glenn Kamara, I mean, I, I don't, I can't, I can't remember how many games he's played this season. But under Van Bronckhorst, he was, I was closer to getting in that team than him. Um, is that's the biggest area that we need to fix? I think, in in that game, that was the midfield was the cement, the protection for the back line, which we know has been caught. By Celtic, you know, the, we mentioned the Barisic goal going across, a bad at the back post. This season, it's Kyogo going through the mud, catching the ball, penalty spot to the six yard box, centre of the box. I think, especially Lundstrom, I've liked John Lundstrom from, since the start. I was one of the few, especially when he sent off early in his, his Rangers career. One of my friends uh, down south, he's a, he's a Sheffield United fan, he told me. Told me what, what we were getting. I thought it seems like a decent player, a free transfer. I know it was a lot of skepticism. I like, if if he was that good, we wouldn't be getting him from the Prem for free. Um, but it seemed like there was a contract issue, and that was the the only reason he left the club. And he came good. I mean, we seen Leipzig. The guy looked like he, he could be fifty million. Somebody would slot into a Premier League team this season. He does look 
vastly unfit, maybe carrying an extra pound. Yeah, I think everybody knows that these professional players, they say they're playing with a knock. They're never going to be fully fit. They're professional guys, they do this for a living. I go to five side and I get injured every every time I go in the field. They do this for a living. Of course, they're going to be carrying something, but it's playing through it. You're asking about the heart. How, how much are you? How much can you give? I think Leinster maybe gave all he had last season, and I think I don't think we're going to see anything as close to that level of effort and performance as we've seen last season. I think where we're going. I mean, as you said, Kamara. I think is the only sellable asset there. I think he's only one of the few that's. Uh, south of 26 I, don't, I think he might be 26, 27 actually I think Lundstrom's getting up there he's, he's hitting, hitting that kind of going towards 30, Jack's over 30 Davis is well over 30, Arfield's over 30 um, Cantwell or Raskin, you need to build that needs to be your mid, the midfield I don't know if you're going to keep Cantwell in the midfield he might stick him out wide, we'll see kinda, he has been playing centrally we know we can't. he can play wide but he, he does look to be sitting central Hadji I think I've been I've been missing Yanis Hadji whilst he's been out with that knee injury. I mean, going back even last season, he was he wasn't always getting in the team. Bromby, Bromby, he was that was these the, nice wee finish. He did wee flicks around the corner. He's a kind of guy that can unlock a defence. And I think given the low block that we always seem to face, well, everybody plays against us eleven behind the ball. He's the type of player that with a Cantwell and with Raskin can can help unlock those defences. I think that's we need to build around those boys. And if that's going to bring in a Lowry, or I think I like to look to the youth, the, the team. I like McCann, he's gone, fortunately. Lowry, I think, can be in that group of players that can unlock the SPFL teams, whether they can produce that in Europe, which we'll need to do to financially um, push us forward to catch up to Celtic. We'll need to see, I think, can't well I'm asking the main two and then it's just who they can get in there as a third in the middle. I think it is, this, this summer coming up is massive. Is, there's no understating that. And especially since the fact that we've seen the team across the city in this similar situation and they acted fast. They they spent money. That's the, that's the difference with our board spend money. I don't know. Do we have the money to spend? Well, I'd hope so. But especially for financial fair play, we seem to be on the on the watch list for some of these things. We need to be careful. Yeah, it's, it's so many so many questions already. And I said we have such a you know so many games left. Uh, these questions are coming out earlier, and rightly so. Uh, David T, let, let's bring you on that. Then we, we've all touched on the midfield, and and Chris a minute ago just touched on the the fullbacks. A huge problem for us, um, and have been all season. Uh, James Tavernier has been protected, you know, by that. Big, big, you know, number of the supports, and he's not fully fit. I just think he's 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 bang out of form, and I actually don't know if he will get back to the heights that, that he hit last season. I think the best of Tavernier maybe passed him. Absolutely agree with Chris on on uh, Borna Barisic. He should have been sold in the summer. Um, we've seen him make that mistake too many times in the big games. Unfortunately, our, our, our left back, you know, we signed in the summer has been injured the, the best part of the season, and you know, not a lot we can do there, but. I'd rather a youth player in front of Borna Barisic. What's your thoughts on the fullback? Because people are saying Tavernier should go as well in the summer. We should completely refresh it. The problem we've got, we just had another comment in the sand that Cholak might go as well. We're going to need some players for next season. We're not going to go and sign 18 and 19 new players. We need to be realistic. 
But but just staying with the fullbacks, what, what was your thoughts on them? Because they're both obviously getting over 30 now and, and we don't see them bombing on as much as we did when, when Gerard was here. Um, I think, I think you know, it, it shows their age is telling as well. Well, Barris, it, 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 as you say, he makes the same mistakes virtually every game, virtually every Celtic game. He's, 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 he's always down the channel, that, that ball down inside him. He falls into that every time. And it's OK. Been, I mean, we're all saying, I mean, let's face it, every fan was saying Barisic has been far better since he came back from the World Cup. But the fact is, when you're beating the small teams, it's okay. But see, when you don't turn up against Celtic, when you're a Rangers uh, supporter or player, not turning up against Celtic is the worst thing you can do in the world. It's uh, you, you, that's the games you've got to turn up for, and he just isn't up for them, and he gets taken inside out. I mean, that's that's the third game in a row, fourth game in a row, he's been taken inside out. Um, no, he's. Uh, but I mean. I, I'm getting back to Lundstrom. It really has shocked me the amount of stick he's been getting during the week. Because not so long ago, I was a lone voice in the in the in the booming shouting that Lundstrom's not what, what he was, and now all of a sudden it's agreeing with me. Nearly every the whole FF is all agreeing with me and and saying the same things that I was saying about eight months ago. So that's really shocked me. But um. I, I don't see what I don't understand why it's taking people so long to, to see that. Barisic, uh, Tav, yeah, maybe we are, maybe we are leaning on what Tav's done and what he can still do. That that might be two different things. The thing with, with, with Tav is, is his goal scoring uh, record. That I mean, that is set to none. I don't think there's any fullback probably in the world ever scored the amount of goals from right back that he's scored. And I haven't got that. That's just my own thinking. It's not a statistic. And but um, is divine the person to change with change with him? Well, I think now that to the end of the season is. Uh, I suppose you're going to see now how much Bill thinks of the nine points that were whether he still thinks we've got a chance of chasing them. Every so thinks that, then I'll stick with Tavernier. Every thinks I'll need to sort out what I'm going to be doing next season. Which he sort of a hinted at, then then he'll, he'll he'll need to bring in Devine and see what he can do, see if he is ready to step up and take Tavernier's place. And uh, no, yeah, as 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 I say, for me, the perfect thing for the for the centre forward would be, be to give Morelos a new contract, keep him one season and get rid of him. Then when he's worth something, I know a lot of people will disagree with that. I see you sticking up your nose, Mason. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think it's, it's, it's horrible to see him walking away for, for for nothing, and I think he's one of the players that that, that could could be uh, could bring us in money after a season, uh, or even sell him in January. But uh, I, I I think we should try and get get him give him a contract and offer him, but I wouldn't give him more than he's than than he's earning now. And whether he would accept that, I doubt it. So I think he'll be one to go. But as you say, we can't we can't bring in 19, 20 players. That's uh, that that's just crazy. Yeah. No, I, I understand what you're saying about Rolos, but I just again, he's just he's just we you know Ryan Jack's the same. They've just been here too long now. Glenn Kamara, Barisic, Tavani, you could throw in there as well. Just it needs a refresh. We can't keep relying on the same players that keep these big games and are not winning them for us. We we need to have a, a total refresh. And look. I, I 
See, before we move on, can I just make one point? See your front three of Morelos, Sakala and Kent. The finishing is absolutely terrible, the three of them. And I love Alfie, I love Kent, and I can have Sakala, hot and cold. He's a lovable guy, but see the freedom, the finishing is terrible. You've seen Kent on Saturday, Sunday, beat a man, beat a man, beat a man, beat a man, comes to the shot, blends it out of the bar. He was unlucky with the one that hit the post, but again, it's not on target. Morelos, some of his shit, uh, some of his shit, sorry, some of his shooting is uh, ridiculous and Sakala with that easy chance. Do you know what I mean? That's where we're going wrong as well. Our front three ter- finishing is terrible. The numbers, the numbers, Chris, you're absolutely spot on. The numbers are shocking. Um, and, and yeah, I don't even want to go through that Sakala miss again because it's, it's like the three of them are capable of scoring wonderful goals, right? We've seen it from the three of them, but also in a consistent level. Finishing is diabolical, and as you said, the Sakala miss at the time I gave him the benefit of the doubt. See, when I watched it back, and especially when you see the photo, it's worse, it gets worse, doesn't it? Had it near the goal, the ball's going in the net, whether it's Sakala scoring an own goal or Morelos camping in behind him. Chris, stand with you though. Let, let's move on to, to Ross Wilson, uh, and I'll come to you all on this because uh, should he be here in the summer for a summer rebuild? I had a look today at the players we signed in last January, right? We were top of the league at the time by six points. Just just before that Ross County game where we, we dropped points and then they overtook it. The signings last January when we were on top is one of the main reasons we are where we are right now. But what is your thoughts on Wilson being here for that summer rebuild, which is so important, I think, not just for next season, but for the next two or three years? Look how the last season ended, right? We ended up having to rely on Roof, who we can't rely on, right? Morelos got injured. So we went to a Europa League semi-final, home and away, a Europa League final, a Scottish Cup final, and then run in for the league without a fit striker. Why in January was that not addressed, that the striking problem is an issue? Now, we were lucky before, before Morelos got his injury, where he hadn't been injured, but surely we knew it was going to come one day, it was going to happen, right? We roof in and out. Now, the games I've just mentioned are massive, right? We we were in the brink of history I went in the club's second European tournament, trophy, sorry, but we, we had to do it without a striker. Now, why has Ross Wilson looked at the squad, looked at what's available in that January transfer window and not even attempted to buy a striker? Do you know what I mean? We weren't linked with any. There wasn't any bids made for strikers. Now, I get, obviously, now going forward, it may be different, but that to me was alarm bells. Then when you seen him at the AGM, and it, and it, it was kind of, it was as if he was shocked by the abuse, as if he, he thought he'd done well. And he, he was living off, we got into the Champions League and stuff like that, right? Which was great, but you need to remember, that just getting into the Champions League alone is not good enough for our club. Do you know what I mean? We can't live off that. Well, the Europa League run was great, right? But it could have been a lot better. It could have ended in glory. It didn't. It, with Wilson as well. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. His signings have not been great. Do you know what I mean? Hadji was something, Andrew put a good point when we signed Hadji, it was something different, it's something that got you. Do you know what I mean? And I hope Raskin and Campbell become the same. Really like the look of Raskin. But you look at the draws we've signed. Now, the pointless signings we've made as well. Sands has turned out to be pointless. The boy from Poland that we signed at right back played a game. We beefed him up. Never seen him again. Do you know what I mean? We went into it. Last season was a season too far for McGregor. This season, beyond that, we weren't even talking about a goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? McLaughlin was never good enough to be fun, number one. And it's hindered us this season. The, the key points are getting missed. The key areas are getting missed. Do you know what I mean? We're just going to end up, it'll probably be out a, a summer where we sign midfielders again, we'll sign another defender who's a crock and a winger who's just a total miss. That's that's the problem, Chris. It's it's the scattergun signings under under Wilson. Andrew, I'll bring you in on this. What what's your thoughts on on Ross Wilson leading a, a rebuild um, this summer? For me, he's got to go in the next few weeks. He should not be there for the summer to to to, to do this. I have to agree with you. I actually, I did some <laughs> investigative journalism um, and I looked back. Ross Wilson and his his LinkedIn has got his positions, and I've looked I looked back. I went through Southampton signing since he took the the reins there. I've compared. I've looked at Rangers signing since he took the charge. <laughs> One I'd like to point out straight away is you mentioned the Polish right back Zakowski. We spent over half a million pound on him, over half a million pound for one game, and we've let him go on a free. Remember Jake Hasty? We signed him for three hundred odd k. He's gone on a free. Cedric Gittin was three million. We spent. We've made a loss there. Are we going to make a profit and came our roof? No, that was five million. You compare that, and the the one that I'm worried about more than anything now is only realised today. One I've I've seen like a length with our a goalkeeper um, solution for next season is Angus Gunn. Um, from the Championship, he's at Norwich now. Ross Wilson signed him from City to Southampton for over eleven million pounds. And they get rid of him for five million. I, I I'm scared. I'm scared of what we're going to bring in. He's been hit. Or, he was so hit or miss with Southampton. But I, I looked at it. You've got even for Hjoyberg, who he signed at Southampton. They only sold for sixteen million. That's one million pound profit for a guy who's a star for Spurs. It's it's worrying. How the only I'm, I looked at the players and the only one that seems to be sticking around that's relatively okay is Stuart Armstrong, remarkably, for eight million. He looks like the only player that's still on that team. He's signing guys for twenty two million. He left in a free to go back to Argentina. That's I'm scared. The only and I think the only way he he can survive, and I've just seen it. They're living off Sadio Mane. 
I looked at every every year, every transfer window, he was there at Southampton. They only made a profit in one window, and that was it was when Van Dyke got sold. They made a they made a something like an eighty million or ninety million pound profit. And they sold they, they sold uh, they sold him and they spent sixty million. They only had a, they had a thirty million pound profit that year, and they didn't have a, a positive turnover in any other window. He scares me. He's he's had yep, Hadji, I'll give him that. But you look at Sands, loan Diallo, loan. Then he mentioned Aaron Ramsey on loan. Yeah, yeah, that was that, that is scary. I'm I'm worried. I don't think he's the man at all till he does. He's going to live off Bassi. Ah, he's like that's what I'm saying. For Rangers, he is living off of Bassi. The same way he lived off of Van Dyke. Let's be perfectly honest. We flipped that. Aye, I mean that's a that's a signing of a century, a free, and we've turned that into twenty plus million. And and by the way, there was times when you said to yourself, "I never want to see that boy in a Rangers jersey again." He was. He did. It was. It was. Ross County. Yes, look, listen, we, we would. He's going to live off that and he's going to live off selling Patterson as well for the money and, and, and a rebo. But the, what have, you know, what have we won since then? Two trophies, that's it. And that for me is the main thing. And with Ross Wilson, all he keeps talking about is, and he will, and he has done it at the AGM. Look what we sold Bassie for. Look what we got for Patterson. But what have we won? What, what sign, what, what of your signings have contributed to Rangers winning and not enough? David T, just last thing on, on Ross Wilson. Um, what's your thoughts on him? You know, as, as I've asked the, the other boys leading uh, this summer rebuild, I found it interesting today. Bill in his press conference said that I have give the players, uh, I'll give the club players I want to sign for the summer, and the club have give me uh, give me players that they recommend. David Hurst makes a fantastic point there in the comments. Do we need Ross Wilson? Why can't Bill be the man that goes and picks the players for his team? Why why do we need why do we need Wilson at all? Well, I've always thought that. But why? Why there needs to be a link there for me, the manager and the and the team and a scouting team. You could call it maybe a, 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 the head of a scout scouting team. But during during the week, I was watching uh, Heerenveen against Feyenoord in, in in the Dutch Cup, and Heerenveen again have picked up a young player from uh, Norway. And they've picked up so many Scandinavian players that go on to be top players. Absolutely brilliant. And get a fortune for them. That, that young boy, I'll, I can give you his name, but I've written it down. So, Osami, Sahu, Saru, Awa, or so, something like that. I was going to say I'll give you his name, but I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and it's a young player. And he, he absolutely danced through that, that final. The game, they, they, they lost 1-0, but he was absolutely brilliant. All the Dutch pundits are talking about him. And it's not that just that one player, but not here in vain, there's so many players from Scandinavia. There's a market there that we're not bringing in anybody from. And they, they I mean, how often here in vain have done it, I don't know. But um, Ross Wells, I'm going to disappoint you all. Because uh, Ross Wilson's going to be there next season and he's going to be doing the, the running about. Not because I want it, because I don't want it. But the board are not going to sack him. And as you say, he's living off the Bassey money. And uh, I, as I said, I said think before, I think he's a, he's even a director now. So be, they would need to be sacking one of their own directors, mm-hmm. So which, which puts it in a really difficult position. So I, I, I'm to disappoint everybody. I, I, I think he'll be there. I, I, I plead that he's not there. But uh, unfortunately, and, and really, the, the, the facts and figures that Andy's dug up, well done for that. Uh, really, really quite shocking, really, aren't they? 
Yeah, I think I think it is really telling when players as well as coaches, staff leave a football club and what kind of reaction they get. And Southampton fans were jumping for joy when he left. And alarm bells at that point, you know, they always ring. Uh, I know you shouldn't always look into it too much, but I think it does give a good sort of indicator. Chris, well, James Sands left the football club yesterday to go back to, to America. Um, I'm not surprised by this one at all. Um, I, I'll be honest, I was very critical of James Sands since he arrived and I first see him at Pataudry. Uh When I kept talking about the quality we need and I see James Sands, um, I, I, I just look at it one way. So, Am I being a bit harsh? Did you see a player in Sands or did you think this no. was inevitable? No, it was inevitable, mate. It was another pointless signing on the cheap. It was a point, it was a signing for the sake of bringing a body in. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of people say it was hard on him because he didn't play in his natural position, but he came here with centre back experience, right? We had obviously the unfortunates at the start of the season where Holanda, Goldson, Davies, Suter, we're all injured at the same point. But Sands started off in midfield a couple of games when he when he first signed the Pataudry and stuff like that. Now you're not going to blame any of their debut, but you'd seen him that night, you didn't you weren't filled with confidence. Do you know what I mean? I think it was a lazy appointment as well. And I don't doubt that Sands might there might be a football player there, but he's nowhere near the level that we need. The, the level we need to be competing for titles get a bit further in Europe. Sands was just... And I'll give credit to him. He played a good part in the, the winning Eindhoven. He had a solid performance that night. Nothing outstanding, nothing to say, wait a minute here, there's a great player in him. But he played his part that night, which got us into the Champions League. But it, it was just another, for me, it was just another fire under the, the Polish boy. I know he played more than him, but you can fire under just a... Signing for the safer. Yeah. No, I, I think that I think the fact that um he's been under two managers now and none of them have played him and he's the position that he was really brought in for for, for midfield. We, we everybody kept saying, Yeah, but he's not a sender half, he's a midfield player. But he was hardly ever played in the midfield. I think he got a handful of games in the midfield and that's about it. No, I think there's a reason for that as well. Uh, again, I've seen that a lot in the last sort of 28, 48 hours by, by supporters saying he never got a chance in his proper position. There's a reason why he didn't. And by the way, our midfield was our weakest area. He didn't play a lot because he wasn't good enough. Andrew, what's your thoughts on James Sands? I like James Sands. To be, I like the sign. I, I thought at, at that time, I think we've had, he's been here for quite a while now. It's, it's, I thought, if we're looking for the future, building up, trying to build on the back of one in the league, I thought, yeah, you know, it could be someone we could develop the kind of buy low, sell high strategy. But the worrying fact was it was six million that we've been to have made it a permanent move. Now, six million is a lot of money. We signed Ryan Kent for seven. Six million for a young guy coming out of the MLS. Don't get me wrong, I think the standard of football in America is getting better than it maybe was. We've seen the US did in the World Cup. But for me, it would have had to take something spectacular for us to spend, spend £6 million. Um, I, I mean, I thought centre-back, he was, he was quite scared at some time. Some, it was a hit or miss. Ironically, I thought he, would, he played his best in the Champions League qualifier. I thought he, he looked as confident as he ever did against PSV. Whereas it was the Scottish teams where he looked 
out of his comfort zone. We'll see where it goes. He's, he's still a young lad. He'll go back to New York. I think he's New York native. So he'll go back to his hometown team, see how he does. Mm-hmm. I wish him all the best. I, I'm actually, I, again, I did my research into this one as well. He's going back to NYCFC and they've just brought in a coach out of their city group. He was the Man City ladies coach. So we'll see if he can maybe implement a pep style with a CDM, which is what James Sands will probably like to play, that kind of defensive midfield. Just just see how it goes. I mean, it, it wasn't going to work. I think maybe the right player at the right team, but the wrong time. I think the way things panned out, you're going to struggle to develop a player correctly when there's a lot of negativity going on because the results simply weren't going our way. And when the results don't go your way, well, you know, we all know what happens criticism and that's not a good way to develop your career no look Rangers can be a tough place for, for any mm-hmm. player but some players just grow into it and I don't think yep. James Sands has that in his, his makeup he might go and have a good career by the way but it's not going to be a club with the pressure that comes with us I just don't think that's in his, his makeup but listen um what do I know eh? baby T let, let's move it on to Saturday then uh Kilmarnock at, Kilmarnock at Ibrox Kilmarnock sitting bottom of the league at the moment um I hate the talk, and you pointed out earlier by John Lundstrom saying we need to give the fans a good performance against Kilmarnock. I've heard that line too many times after big defeats and then whatever game we follow. Um, but the question, I'm, again, I'm going to come to you all on this, is what changes do we make for Saturday? And how and, and how, does Bill start bringing in players like Adam Devine and just looking towards next season? Or do you think to get results... He needs to stick by some of the players that, that were in that team on, on Sunday. Well, I think there's a few things. No, I'm not, not going, to really going to stick to the Kilmarnock game because that's just really, yeah, a game we should win. And uh, I, I think we've got to look at combinations um, that, that sort of a fell that, that we saw Saturday. Um, Golson and Davies, long term. Do you think that's going to work? Because Kyogo got so much time in the box, totally nobody near him. Now I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just couldn't watch that that game over again. I'm, I'm sorry, but normally I would do that and then and, and break everything down. But I just couldn't with this one. But from from a memory, Kyogo had so much room in the box. Uh, two goals, two goals, virtually exactly the same. And it's not the only goal. I mean, if you somebody said going back to Livingston, virtually the same. Uh, corners were, were really bad with corners. We score we, we lose a lot of goals from corners, set pieces. Every throw in from a from a near the penalty area is a nightmare. So we've got to look at that. So I, I, I probably think that we're going to one of the players. I mean, Bill said three or four players. Um, we, we need to bring in. Well, I don't. I'm I'm going to keep a goalkeeper out, out of that. I'm I'm going to get away from your Kilmarnock question, Mason. I'm sorry because I think this is just so, such a big point. Uh, I'm going to get away. I'm going to put the goalkeeper in as an extra because I don't think the goalkeeper needs to be a part of one of these three or uh, four players. They need to be outfield players. Goalkeeper's just a must. That that's just a, that that's just got to happen. Whether we bring in three, four, five players, and I think we really I don't know what Suter's going to do. Timo is coming back for Saturday. Uh, or he'll be fit anyway, whether he'll be back. He'll probably, probably hurt his bum sitting on the bench and then be out injured again. But, um, <laughs> that's, uh, but um, 
No, I think we need a centre half probably. Now that Sands is away, we've only we've only got Young King in the background, and I, I he might even still be injured. I'm not sure. So we're, we're sitting there with with, with uh, Davies and Goldson and Young King, and that's it. That's all we've got because Suter we can't depend on. And then we go oh, through Tillman. What, what we're we going to do with Tillman is another thing. I mean, he's great uh, point against the lesser teams. He's only 20, I'll put it that way as well. Do we pay five million for Tillman in the summer? Because uh, he's that's, that's two or three games in a row that he's not turned up against Celtic as well. So we've got all these questions to ask. It's a, a really hot, and, and Bill's talking about three or four players. And I think if, if you're talking about Barisic going, you're talking about Morelos going. Uh, of course, uh, Davies, Davis is gone probably. Uh, there's going to be uh, an awful lot. I think we're going to need an awful lot more than three or four players. Where we're going to get them from, I don't know. I think there'll, there'll need to be a few, good few freebies in it. But uh, I think we need more than three or four players. And depending on who's leaving, a lot more. Well, yeah, that, that's another debate I think we'll have sort of again soon about Tillman um, because it is a, depends what kind of budget we've got, you know, this summer. Um, five, six mil- million on Tillman is, is a lot of money if we've only got 10 going by what we spent sort of this summer, 10, 12 million. That's half the budget on one player. And you are right to point that out, Davey, in the old firm game because if we're paying a player five or six million to... We're not do, we're not buying in, you know to, to turn up games against Kilmarnock and Livingston's No disrespect, we're, we're buying him to go and do do it in the big games for us, and uh, that's three games he's gone missing. Um, but he's only twenty, and uh, I would like to see us, you know, invest in him. Um, but again, you know, if, it, it comes back to that question: what is our budget for the summer? But Chris, maybe the, the bigger question then for Saturday. Um, I, I'm guessing Raskin's got to come in. Cantwell's got to come in. Do we go with Cholak up front? He's hardly yeah. had really a run running under Bill. Does Devine come in? Um, yeah. what, what, what what changes are you making? The, the 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 big thing to look at just now is the league's done right. First is out of sight. We're nine points behind Celtic. We're just not dropping points, and we're twenty two points in front of Hearts. Right, we're, we're finishing second. That's what's happening, right? Now I'm not saying for I'm not saying play the under twenty ones and. Put the league as a buy. Obviously, we, we want to play for pride. We want to get me mental going into the Scottish Cup games. But now is the time where we can maybe afford, especially against Kilmarnock at Ibrooks, to to be looking to next season and going right. Who do I want here? And who do I want now? For me, Hadji's a player for next season. Hadji still doesn't look right. Hadji, I'd be keeping Hadji. Got the contract extension, so he's staying. Hadji's a kind of just now the last five ten minutes. Then the last five minutes, sorry, the last twenty minutes, should I say, if we're two or three enough up, then maybe say after the split, we can maybe start looking at starting them then. But for me, Kowak plays because Kowak at Ibrooks, that's where he's good, right? He's only two goals. He's only two goals away from home. Both came against Hearts in the league, sorry. So Kowak is your man for Ibrooks. That's where he seems to do well. So if we put him back in the team, I'd obviously Winstrom. If he's not any fitter, I would definitely wouldn't play him. Raskin comes straight in the team, no questions asked. And it's all well and done, and I would love to see Divine play instead of Tavernier, but it's just not what we know it's not going to happen, right? I'm not going to waste my time saying I want that to happen because I just know it won't happen. I'd maybe play, I'd even give Divine what a left back, give Barisic a break. And 
I think I'm trying to think, to think who, who else would come in. Right, I wouldn't have anywhere near the team. Um, and uh, it baffled me when he came on on Sunday. I don't. I've ever seen him produce. Uh, apart from his goal in the Scottish Cup final when they, we were already winning the up, I don't think I've ever seen him produce a moment of magic when we needed it. That merited him being on that part, but I suppose we had to bring somebody on. I think. Um, Roof, I don't even know if he'll be back or not, but I mean, he's done his bit, he'll be out for a couple of weeks now. Lowry, I think he's still injured, we all want to see Lowry, but again, the nature of the injury he got nearly the start of the season, that might become a reoccurring thing. Campbell would play him as well, it's the kind of games where they, especially at Ibrox, where they should be starting every week. And the goalkeeper thing just playing McGregor too. If McCrory comes back, then we might look at being him in, but at the moment it's just McGregor because every time McLaughlin plays, he causes a goal. Yeah, no, no, McGregor's got to stay in. I actually think he was the only decent performer at the weekend. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard. What, except from Cantwell, Raskin, um, Cholak, um, and, and maybe Adam Devine, you know, maybe Devine. What, what other changes can we really make? Andrew, I'll bring you in on this uh, as well, just to add, that, add to that. Um, we've had a question from from Curry uh, about Tillman. Um, if you were Tillman, would you want to play as a squad as it, as it is? Uh, well, that's, I'll let you answer that one, Andrew. I mean, if I'm Malik Tillman, I feel like I've got the world at my feet now. Honestly, it, maybe not after Sunday's result. Obviously, maybe in any other game against Celtic, we'll try and move on from that. He's in a position where he's on loan at a club as big as Rangers Football Club. On his day, the fans love him to bits. I mean, I think we all remember the support he got when he put the ball in the net against Part of Thistle. Whether or not that was the right decision, I think we will move on from that before it gets controversial. Um, I like him. I think it's a lot of money. Uh, it goes down to what is the budget. Because as you say that that's five six I don't know if it's five six seven ish, um the 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 permanent fee. It depends if it's ten million. I think that's a lot a lot of money, a lot of chunk of a budget. He has the talent. I think he will go far in the game. Um, I I am firmly behind getting him involved. I think we should go and spend on him because it's like you're paying to pay at the big. The big table at poker, the big poker table. You're buying in. Yeah, yes, the buy-in's big, but the reward could be even bigger. Yeah, football is a gamble with every player, but I think there's too much there that says we're not, we're definitely not going to lose on him. I think he could be a real star in the world of football. Whether or not we can maybe speak to Bayern about lowering the fee, I'd, I think they would definitely have other clubs looking at him if we're not going to take him. Uh, but he's got him personally. I would be playing with confidence every week because you're you're a club, you're playing for Rangers, massive club. Then you're also on loan from Bayern Munich. <laughs> there isn't many clubs better than that. So I, I don't I, I, unless there is a real confidence issue with the player. I think he needs to be given top performances week in week out. Can I say I think he's been very harsh on Tillman. I, I I've thought he's been he's been a real he's impact. He's first. First year in professional football, yep. it was Tillman's magic that got us through in Eindhoven. Do you yep. know what I mean? He read that, set the goal up, thought 
the, the, about playing poor no fun games. I thought it was decent at Ibrooks, do you know what I mean? There's only so much a player like that can be involved in a game, especially when we were targeting the wings, when he was kind of playing in the central. I think Tillman would be a great signing if we could get him. I think yeah, in Tillman's case, uh, uh, yeah, he's 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 quite versatile and he he, sit, he can sit wide, he can go through the middle. I think he has been got some bad rep off the start, but I think that also is a that's what comes with the being on loan from Bayern Munich. You think the same with the kind of Aaron Ramsey. You know Aaron Ramsey. You thought you were going to get a superstar, granted the injury. You thought you know what on his day you knew what you were going to get. Same with Tillman, you, you don't go through the Bayern Academy and then he's played in the champ, he made a start in the Champions League, I think, or he made a sub appearance in the Champions League for Bayern Munich's first team. You kind of the reputation of the club he's coming from, you kind of expect it. And I think that's the issue with the fan base is the expectancy. He's still a young lad, he's younger than me. Um he's he has a lot of growing to do, but with that growing, you're talking uh, you're talking every game you're earn, every game you're going to earn on him. He's only going to get better. And I, I mean, you compare it to Raskin. You know, he's 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 had the hard days. Came through it in Belgium. He's he's fought into the team. You know, I was I think that was a good signing from from the. Oh, I don't want to give credit to Ross Wilson, but that's a good signing. I think if he can get Tillman in, I'd be. I think I'd be happy, but I think you're also going to be leaning to the. Oh, I, I signed Tillman, so that gets me a buy for a while. Go on, David. David, you wanted to come in there. Yeah, the one thing I was I was wanting to, to add to it, and somebody said it in the in the comments as well. Celtic, I think they 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 knew uh, where the danger was, and they crunched Tillman about three tackles within the first ten minutes. And I think that put him out of the game. Plus the fact he wasn't getting much support. I, I also think that Kamara was told to take McGregor out of the game, which he did to a certain extent because McGregor didn't do much. But the the, the fact is that Celtic, Celtic have got more than one player that can run a game. And that uh, I, I can't remember the guys. I can hardly remember our players' names, never mind the Celtic players' names. But the, the, the baldy Australian guy, he took over. And he ran the midfield instead of McGregor. And that's what they can do. They've got players that can do that, and, and we haven't. They, they knew if they, they could crunch Tillman uh, out of the game, he'd, he had been injured. So they, they, they knew that they could take him out of the game right away, and, and that's what happened. I think, I mean, it's a, he's 20-year-old. I'll go back to saying that. He's 20-year-old, and I think uh, he needs to be given a chance. And he certainly looks great potential. And I'm I'm not blaming him for that, but as he is his third game that he's not that he's not performed against Celtic, and that's that that's that is a bit worrying. We've got a team that don't perform against Celtic. Uh, you can you can name every single one of the players that's had more than a handful of games have not turned up against Celtic. Morelos for a start, Kent, Tavernier. Um, I think the only person in that team that does turn up against Celtic is McGregor. Um, the, the thing in Tillman I'll add is this season. We'd be looking a hell of a lot worse if it wasn't for Tillman. Yep. I disagree yeah. with Ken. I disagree with Ken. I think Ken's. I mean, he's the last few. He's not been. But Ken had great games against Celtic in the in the beginning. He did, but he's also had some very very poor games as well, mate. And I get in, mate, and I love Ken. And Ken is the one person that the Celtic fans I speak to says put the fear in them. But 
he's had some shockers against them as well, which unfortunately the, the vast majority of the team have. Do you know what I mean? You look back at the games last season, we could beat off Celtic, Kent was non-existent. Same I'd like the- to see Kent uh, with Yilmaz at his left-back position because I feel I feel like in certain games when Kent gets a lot of stick, it's because he's trying, he's trying, he's trying, it's not coming off. And then sometimes it'll we'll get the ball, we're moving it around the back, and Kent just goes, you know, I, I'm not trying if he's only going to try, and then goes and hides against somebody. Which, to be fair, I can understand because he works his socks off. That's the one thing you can say about Ryan Kent is he, he, he will always try and make a run. He always try and shoot. Give him the ball. He will always try and get that yard. He always try and get five yards. Give him an inch. He'll take a mile. He, he, I know he has some bad games against Celtic. He has some good games against Celtic as well. He scored the Ibrox. That was a, I think that was a peach. I think it's one of his best goals he scored, uh, especially against them. Um, I think. He tries his he tries as hard as he can, and sometimes when it just isn't going our way, and some other players don't take the initiative, he goes, "Well, if you're not going to do it, what's the point of me doing it? We're going to lose. I kind of carry a whole team." But sometimes it does feel like we win a ball back, and it's like we'll just get the ball to Kent, we just let him do it. Yeah, that that comes from the recruitment though as well, Andrew. Yeah. I've said it for ages. Uh, we we've not gone and got a proper right winger, um, and yeah. we've pinned our hopes on on Sunday. When Kent were doing it on Fashion Sakala, and I've said it for ages, he's almost at the door. Yeah, he's not. He's not that type of player. He's not someone that we can rely on week out, week in, week out. But just, just lastly on Tillman, Chris, I, I think, I think you, you're right. I think there maybe a big section of the sport has been very harsh on, on Tillman, and to, and and I'm going to defend him a little bit on on Sunday with the two experienced players behind him not helping him at all. They didn't get him any combinations. They didn't get him on the ball in, in the right areas because they didn't win the midfield at all. Um, but again, I'm sitting on the other side saying, if our budget is 12 million and the looking, we've just spoke about it for the whole hour, what we need, do we go and spend that five or six million on one player? I think that is definitely one that, that's got to be debated. Mate, it's, it's one of them, you could sit for a podcast for an hour and see the pros of it and you could sit for the podcast for an hour and see the cons of it. The thing about Tillman on Sunday, Tillman would you say maybe was about 75% fit. Celtic knew, smack him a couple of times. That goes down to about 50%. That's what I think we should be doing with the games like that. Do you know what I mean? And Davey made a fantastic point about McGregor. Like where Kamara was on him and McGregor doesn't, wasn't in the game as much. McGregor doesn't need to be in the game as much now. He's got two midfielders beside him with the ball guy and uh, Moy and um, Hattati, where they'll do all the work. Do you know what I mean? Whereas we don't have that luxury just now. And that's why we need everybody at, everybody to be at it. And I think I think we should be signing Tillman. It's a kind of a bit of quality that we need. And he can take the game by the scruff of the neck. Do you know what I mean? Now, you look at the fishing game, his goal, right? Nothing's getting mentioned about the quality he showed scoring that. Everything's just about the carry on after it. Should he have scored it? And the, the whole Beal thing, right? But for him to get the ball there and get it in the net was fantastic, right? And that was a game we were struggling and he produced a goal. He didn't know about the, the ball stop that as well. There's been a few games where he's won, is it? Motherwell away. There was a game at Ibrooks as well. I think it was Hearts at Ibrooks, do you know what I mean? This cross producing the winner against Aberdeen at Pataudry. Exactly. I, I, I don't want players coming in that are scoring the third and fourth goal and a 4-0 win. You want players that are scoring the second and a 2-1 win or the 1-0 win, do you know what I mean? 
and that's where I think we're lo- we're lacking it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Arfield was vital for that. Arfield can come on and change again, but we all know that Arfield stays on numbered now, but just sadly just due to his age and it was always going to happen. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. I, I say you make a really you know a lot of good points about Tillman. It's just sort of throwing throwing it in, in that debate. But but yeah. lads, that's that's us over an hour now. Um so I think it's a good time to, to wrap it up there and um you know I'll come around to you all with your predictions. I know we haven't touched a lot on Kilmarnock, but um there's not a lot to be said. We're sick of losing the big games, but we need to go and get a win on Saturday, that's for sure. Davy T, thanks for tonight. What's your prediction for Saturday? Yeah, thank you for having me. I, I, I was just getting started. I can't even believe it's finishing already. So I was just gonna I was just gonna mention Lowry. What, what the hell's happened to Lowry? But um, I, w- I wish they would come out and tell us what the problem is because uh, everybody's getting a bit annoyed about that, that he's not getting a chance. But uh, thanks for having us. We'll need to shut down. So uh, that, that's that's the thing about missing directly after the game. You can't get that all these frustrations away. Um, my, my prediction, I mean, I, 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 think, I think it'll be uh 2-0 I'll go for I th- I'm, I'm going to stop these 5-0 predictions because uh, they've not really been working <laughs> so I'm going for 2-0 yeah nice one David um yeah I, I, yeah the, the mad predictions are starting to <laughs> gonna start coming down now that's that's for sure but um that's the only thing another thing as well without the midweek games uh we're getting a, a double pod on on one game but I think we have got three games in a week now so um that's all good but cheers davy also chris thanks for coming on mate what's your prediction for the weekend um i expect a big reaction i'm not too little too late now but i remember last year when we could beat off celtic we had a great performance against hearts at ibrox the next game i'm going for four nothing um kolak back within the goals and um everything will be right as rain again and we will be the messiah <laughs> No doubt, we are very bipolar. Uh, and we'll be singing John Lundstrom's the best on earth again. Nah, nah, that, that, that one's done, that one's done now. That's it, that's that one's finished. Um, Andrew, thanks for tonight, mate. Solid debut. What's your prediction for the weekend? Cheers for having me on. Um, again, did a wee bit of back checking. Our last two home games against Kilmarnock, our last three, sorry, have been clean sheet victories by Ibrox. Um, obviously, we had Kilmarnock away at Rugby Park, which was a bit of a Oof, that was a mad dash. Uh, a 3-2 victory. I think we're going to get another clean sheet. I'd like to say 3-0, but I've got a feeling I don't think we'll get the third. I think we'll do, we'll do what Rangers do. We'll do well in the first half, score two goals, uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll try and push, but we'll really not. Half-time, we'll, we'll coast to the rest of the game, unfortunately, so I can only see it about 2-0. A, 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 t- a Rangers team on the bill don't perform in the, the first half, Andrew, so... Uh... I'll, I don't uh, know. I'll, I'll take that all day long, mate. If we're performing in the first half and we, we manage to get a win, I'll take that in a minute. But uh, mm. uh, thanks for coming on. And again, thanks for everyone for the, for the comments tonight. A lot, you know, I'm sorry, I missed quite a lot. There was a lot coming through. But um, we'll be on again Sunday night to, to review, hopefully, uh, a win against Kilmarnock. I'm going to go for 2-0 as well, Andrew. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. But as always, thanks for listening. We are the people. <laughs> the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 